Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. to Border, the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Voted on by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. The award-winning Wendy's Big Show. Let's get ready to rock. Let's get ready to go. Get set. Ready. Get up. Hey. Let's get it on. The Wendy's Big Show. This is the Wendy's Big Show with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, former Badger and Packers running back Gary Ellerson, and the inventor of the Lambo Leap, Pro Football Hall of Famer Leroy Butler. Wendy's Big Show, served up hot and fresh. Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer. Gary Ellerson. Leroy Butler off. Uh, off today and tomorrow. Uh, Gary also off uh, tomorrow. Uh, and then they return on Friday. So looking forward to having Leroy Butler back on the show coming up on Friday. As I think he took off two more days, Gary, to celebrate his birthday for three days. <laughs> I think that's what's going on. I think it's just birthday festivities for Leroy from his family for like right. as many days as possible. We know, and that, and maybe that's what happens because my birthday fell over the weekend, so I kind of had a long weekend for it. Yeah, it worked so out. maybe he's just gonna do. Yeah, so maybe he's just gonna do the whole week. I'm thinking, who knows? Yeah, I, I don't know, but that that to me. Yeah. Um, is something that I, I I kind of find funny that, but but again, I'll, it is fun that you said it. You know what? You you know what? I, I tell you what, Steve. I don't know. You you remain comical through all the things that you're going through these days. I tell you that. <laughs> Just so you know. Yeah, Just so uh, you know. Got some you stuff. You still going have on. a good sense of humor. Yeah. All right. Got some stuff going. Put uh, fires out one hour at a time. Not one day at a time. <laughs> one hour at a time. That's all right. We'll get through it. Uh, okay. So uh, today uh, is the one year anniversary of the Milwaukee Bucks uh, winning the NBA championship. And uh, something that to me, uh, is something that obviously that I I think everybody will remember. Again, 1982, uh, Brewers World Series, six. Uh, don't remember much of it. Um, definitely was not at a parade or anything for the losing team. Was was not there for that. Um, so I know 
older people talk about it to this day. People, you know, drinking on the streets and the party and everything that went uh, about it. So that's something I know people will remember. Uh, the Packers, uh, you know, winning multiple Super Bowls with Brett Favre, uh, with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and we all have our memories uh, from those uh, as well. And some of you listening, I'm sure, uh, across the state of Wisconsin, probably especially WDUZ and Green Bay, remember probably going to the Packer parades uh, for Brett Favre uh, and Leroy and those guys, even though Leroy wasn't in the parade, right? I don't believe. Um, he was doing some Sports Illustrated photo shoot or something. Um, so th- for that parade, um, and then, of course, the Aaron Rodgers Super Bowl team with Charles Woodson and, and those guys, um, and then that Super Bowl parade as well. The Milwaukee Bucks uh, don't have a parade to talk about uh, up until this point because when the Bucks won their championship um, with uh, you know Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Oscar Robertson and all those guys and Johnny McLaughlin, Johnny Mac, they uh, they they got nothing. <laughs> was that was that when was that seventy one? Yeah, when was that? Correct. Yeah, seventy one. Yeah, they got they got nothing. No parade. No nothing. No party. Nothing. Um, so they got none of what this team obviously got now all these years later, uh, which was a huge parade, uh, a huge party down in the uh, Deer District um, and the stage and everybody up on stage and the champagne was flowing and Bucks in six and Brandon Jennings and all of that stuff that kind of goes along uh, with it is something that I think uh, a lot of people remember. Obviously, you know, we were here. Uh, while all of that was going on, the parade and uh, up on the the podium and all of that stuff, and we were kind of watching it and uh, playing bits and pieces of it as it was going on. The question is is quite simple here on the Bucks one year anniversary. What's your favorite memory from the Bucks championship season? What's your favorite memory from the Bucks championship season? Because one year ago today, the Bucks. Uh, we're crowned NBA champions after beating the Phoenix Suns. The Van Horn Direct Toll Free Talk Line, 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Start your deal today at vanhornauto.com. You can also tweet us at Big Show Network. Uh, Gary, uh, do you have, I'm sure you have plenty, but we'll start with just one, uh, one of those memories from that run for the Milwaukee Bucks? Steve, I won't politely politely uh defer yeah to the guy that's just really struggled through 15 16 years a bucks post game show wondering if, if it could ever happen yeah. I, I mean just probably blew his top more than over a hundred times the guy that i think may have went to a game and confronted senator cole Maybe that's what they say. Allegedly, I, I was not. I was not. I was at the uh, bar across the street. Actually, not across the street. I was at Fitzgibbon's uh, bar that was down on Water Street back in the day, um, doing our post game show. And the the people that had the bags on their head and confronted Herb Cole at a game, they all came to my post game show afterwards <laughs> with the bags on their head, cheering and celebrating and having drinks and so forth after that. So, yes, I do know all the people involved. I was not one of them, however, to clarify. Okay. So he was not one of them, but knows who they are. So there was a lot of passion from Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. That's what I'm trying to get to about the Milwaukee Bucks 
and at that particular time, how bad they really were and some of the bad decisions that they were making. So I'm going to defer to you and let you bask in the glory of this. Real quick note, just got a text message. We'll have Jim Paschke joining us here in about 20 minutes. So Jim Paschke uh, will come on and uh, we will kind of go back and forth with him about this. Also, um, I do have a request in for Peter Fagan, Bucks president, uh, to try and get him on. Uh, Stand so by, people. We are. Yes, they are checking with Peter currently, I'm being told. Um, so we'll let you know uh, if we can get Bucks president Peter Fagan on today as well. Um, so, you know, for me, if we start talking about memories, I think this this right here might be the memory of uh, that season. Booker the drive, gets inside, leans in, knocked away and stolen by Holiday. Phoenix has to foul, turnaround a chance to take the lead and the turnover as the bucks now up by three and a free throw coming up i hate that music i hate that music every time i hear that highlight i absolutely cannot hate he does not want x to give it to him yeah i just i just try i cannot stand that music what music I didn't, you I didn't hear, hear the music. music playing in the background it while that whole loud. thing was going on oh my god no, i didn't hear any music oh Anyways, well, that's, your ears checked, that, man. That, that, that's okay though. I couldn't tell what it was. Yeah, it was. I can't. I, every time I play that, I, I heard something. Mad. So, anyways, so the steal and the slam there uh, in that last game in Phoenix before they come back to Milwaukee, uh, and that made it one twenty-two, one nineteen. That steal and slam in the fourth quarter. The steal by Drew Holiday. The slam uh, on the other end by Giannis, and uh, then you just kind of figured, I think, at that point, that when he came back to Milwaukee, they were going to win this thing, and. Prophetically, it was going to be Bucks and six. You know that—that's how this whole thing was going to play out. Now, if I remember correctly, um, if I remember correctly, I—I I, I was kind of hesitant on the radio about saying, "Oh yeah, this is done. They're definitely winning tonight." I—I I don't remember exactly how that played, but I think I was kind of still kind of like, mm, "Yeah, Bucks and six would be great," but let's not let's not get maybe overconfident one way or the other. But I remember for certain, Gary, most people. We're convinced, and we're not going to hear from anybody else, that they were going to lose that game in Game 6 in Milwaukee. Everybody walked into that arena that night. Everybody at the Deer District, uh, all were convinced this thing was over, and it was going to be over one way or the other. And uh, realistically, I mean, looking back at it now, maybe that was the thought process that everybody should have had at that point because they really took care of business in Game 6, and then you know they win that game. They're NBA champions. Uh, and you know, for those across the state that don't know, I, I did a post game show for what 12, 13 years, whatever it was. At least that. Um, yes. And that year, uh, we had stopped doing the post game show. And then when the playoffs got there, uh, our boss came to me and said, "Hey, what do you think about doing your post game show again? Uh, you know, for the last couple of rounds of the playoffs, um, we started with the Nets series, I believe." Um, and I said, "Sure." Uh, and we did it uh, through the playoffs. Uh, and then I was able to be on the air that night in Milwaukee. Uh, celebrating the fact that the Bucks won an NBA championship. And to this day, I still can't believe it happened. Still don't think it's really all that real. Um, because of just how bad things were in that organization for so long, uh, to then cap it off uh, in my lifetime uh, to win a championship, 
uh, was, yeah, truly amazing. I, no question, truly amazing. Yes, AR. I was going to say, do you, when I was, uh, I've listened to that post game show that you've talked about from that night, uh, not just today getting ready for our show, but other nights as well. And when I hear that first second of you, literally the first second or two of you on the air, it sounds like you're exhaling a lot of those years of frustration when you did that. You should go back and get that stuff. Yeah, that was it. That's how I started the show. Yeah, Mm -hmm. me yelling uh, on the air. Yeah, it, it was... Uh, it was quite amazing. You know, I've not heard that post game show since I did that post game show. I've got I it right here. Never, I was going to cut some of it up. I've never gone back and listened to it after I did it. To be honest, cut with it you. up, Ar. I've never gone back and listened to it. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, anywho, uh, the question is, what's your favorite memory from the Bucks championship season uh, of that season? What's your? It does not have to be a playoff memory. Uh, it does not have to be a, a something happening against the Suns. It could be something from the Nets series. It could be something that that changed things during the regular season. It could be something involving Brandon Jennings. It could be something that happened at the parade. It could be something involving you and your family members that you'll never forget from that season. Whatever it is, there is no wrong answer. The Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Start your deal today at vanhornauto.com. And, of course, you could tweet us at Big Show Network. Let's go to Mike in New Berlin. You're first up on the Wendy's Big Show with Gary and Sparky. What's up, Mike? Hey, thanks as always. Uh, a couple things uh, leading up to uh, the, the final series uh, and just the thin margin that the Bucks had to walk a tightrope on to win this whole thing. Uh, from Durant's toe on the line, uh, I mean, the excitement of that series right there started it. And then to come back from an 0-2 deficit to Atlanta and the same thing in the finals to Phoenix was amazing. And, and what the Bucks had to do to, to, get, to get the title at the end of it. You know, not many teams come back from 0-2 deficits. And it was that, that, that stuck out. Yeah, and that's the thing. And that's if you remember the playoffs run, Mike, they were down in every series. Absolutely. They were chasing yeah. in every series, including Atlanta. They lost the first game. Like they were chasing every series. And it was almost like it was kind of a personal challenge to themselves. Like, yeah, okay, let's see if we can come back from this. Okay, let's see if we can come back from this. And Boonholzer that year, again, regardless if if you know you love Boonholzer or not, he made adjustments throughout those series, and that there those teams. Uh, figured out ways to win games. The deeper went into series, they become the, they became the better team. And one of the big knocks on Budenholzer is the fact that he's not a good in-game adjuster. Uh, and you're exactly right. And for the whole series, he he far exceeded those expectations. So you're right that that helped a ton. Yeah, I mean that was that was just a a big big part of it. Thanks for the call, appreciate it. And, and again, if you don't remember what that final call sounded like when they won the championship, here you go. Hooker has it. Booker leans in. That's a two-pointer. Shot won't go. Rebound tip taken by Tucker. Knocked loose. Back out to Booker. Final seconds deflected. Paul, the three-pointer. It's over. The Milwaukee Bucks are one win away from their first title in 50 years as they win on the road to take game five and now lead three games to two. The comeback falls short for Phoenix, a crushing loss at home. And now the series will go to Milwaukee where the Bucs can win it on their home floor. And that's exactly what happened. The Bucs would then go back to Milwaukee uh, and take care of business that night. Uh, And again, this is one of those situations where when they actually win it, at least for me, you're sitting there going, 
man, is this really happening? Are they really going to win this thing and, you know, be champions? And this is how that played out in Milwaukee at the end. It's over. The Bucks have done it. The long wait has ended after a half century. The Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again. That piece of audio I could listen to over and over and over again. Uh, we'll get what Gary's memory is from that year. Jim Paschke coming up still uh, in about 15 minutes from right now. Get your calls in as well. The Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, 855-830-8648. Your calls and tweets at Big Show Network next. Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. Welcome in, Wendy's Big Show, served up hot and fresh, live from the Lakeland University studios. Wendy's Summer Strawberry Chicken Salad is back in the It's the Event of Summer, featuring freshly prepared ingredients like a mix of salad greens, grilled chicken, oven-baked crispy applewood smoked bacon, candied almonds, Italian cheese blend, and to top it all off, fresh summer strawberries, all beautifully tossed together and served with a side of sweet champagne vinaigrette. Only at Wendy's. Don't miss the fan favorite, the summer strawberry chicken salad. Choose wisely and choose Wendy's. One year anniversary of the Milwaukee Bucks winning an NBA championship over the Phoenix Suns. What's your favorite memory or memories, whatever, from the Bucks championship season can be anything at all. As personal as you want it to be, if you just want to talk about things that happen in games, press conferences, whatever you want, a parade, the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, 855-830-8648. Tweet us at Big Show Network. Clark in Wauwatosa, you are next on the Wendy's Big Show with Gary and Sparky. What's up? What's going on, fellas? How are you doing, buddy? Good, man. So, I drove from here to Atlanta for game six. Woo! To ICA. I got a couple of cousins that live down there. Uh, planned on going to the game. Tickets were too expensive. So we went to the bar right next door to the stadium. And when we walked in, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great to see all the Suns fans and all the hate. And I had to remind them what was going to happen. But they didn't want to believe me. But when the clock struck zero, the look on their faces, it was like I had invented some way to hurt someone's feelings. <laughs> that is amazing. Hold on here. Let, let's see if I got this right here. Hold on. And the Milwaukee Bucks are headed to the NBA Finals to take on the Phoenix Suns. 118-107 is the final. Bucks do it without... Giannis Adetokounmpo the last several games. So you see the final score. 118-107. The Bucks, the 2021 Eastern Conference champs. So that, that's how it played out. And again, that's something that people should remember too. They were doing it without Giannis court. Exactly. And the look at this man on their faces was so beautiful. <laughs> it was so beautiful. It was something I'd never seen before. And the fact that I've never been alive for a Bucks championship and I was able to drive down here and witness that was, I'll, I'll never forget it. Yep. Awesome. Corey, <laughs> thanks for the call, buddy. Take care. 
Uh, there's a guy court uh, in Wildwood Sosa. And it, again, a championship for the Atlanta Hawks would be, <laughs> I would say, Gary, just as big as it was for the Milwaukee Bucks if they ever win one. Yeah, it would have been. I mean, if you look at the Atlanta Hawks and how long they've been trying to get one. I I would say my favorite memory, Steve, I don't know if it's favorite, but really the, the Deer District in itself, how that all played out and what that looked like for the people who could not afford to buy tickets to get in. Right but still could be a part of the celebration. I know my people back in the state of Georgia or in Atlanta, but when they saw that, they were just amazed. Now, Toronto has something that was very similar, but for me, being a, a Bucks fan back in the day, with, uh, and they were winning uh, when they had Jerry Ice Reynolds, of course, was on the team, was a good friend of mine. Uh, but going to those games, those games were, you know, packed over at the Bradley Center, but still... To have that Deer District and for that to be what it was, to me, was absolutely amazing. It just felt like there were more people involved, or st- maybe not in the stadium, but were just as loud outside as they were in the stadium. I thought that was absolutely awesome to me. Yeah, 60-some thousand people or whatever they said it was. I mean, that that was incredible. And right? that, that was something that I think the rest of the country was blown away by for sure. They Steve, were. listening on WDUZ in Green Bay, you are next on the Wendy's Big Show with Gary Ellerson and me, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. What's going on, Steve? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. How are you doing today? Doing good. Good, Steve. How are you doing, good, bud? Good. Doing good. Thanks for asking. So, my favorite one is kind of funny. So, I was at work trying to find, uh, you know, in between happy that the Bucks had been able to win without Giannis, but sitting there thinking, man, there's no chance they're going to win the championship now if he's out. And I'm pouting, walking around, and all of a sudden my phone goes off, and I see Giannis is coming back, and I, I let out, like, I don't know how to explain it, I yell, and I had a customer looking at me, <laughs> asking, what's going on? I said, Giannis is coming back. We both started getting all excited about that, and it just was a, a feeling of if he's going to make it back, this this is destiny. They're going to win the championship, and it it felt like it from that moment on. There was no way they would end up losing, even though they were down against the Suns. They were still going to come back because that guy made it back. Yeah, you know, and and that was a huge part of that because nobody thought he was going to make it back and play in that Phoenix no. Suns series. Thanks for the call. I mean, remember when that happened? I, I you saw when, that knee. When that happened, I was literally going, holy crap, they may miss him for the whole next season if that's what I think it is. Everybody was freaking out that this Bucks team was going to be about to be in a lot of trouble, and Bucks fans were like, great, now we're going to get to the NBA Finals, and now you're not even going to have your best player in the NBA Finals. Right when you saw that knee, there was no way you thought there. I mean, you maybe you were thinking. You, you know what popped in my mind, Steve? What? Bogut. Yeah, Bogut is another one, and he got Wasn't shot by Stoudemire when he went up for a dunk. When that all but happened, just, right? Yeah, but just the fall and how I go. Oh my God! It's, I hope this isn't Bogut all over again. We finally get this once in a lifetime, you know, uh, player. And then it ends like this. Please, Lord, don't let that happen. Yeah, no, no question, no question at all. Uh, and you know, we're again, we're talking about that moment when that all happened, and Budenholzer talking about uh, him after game one. He was cleared. Um, you know, he's he's uh, he's done some things, and 
you know, he felt really confident. We felt really confident. I don't think you want to put him out there if you don't trust him to just go play and trust his instincts. And um, But it wasn't a, a, a conscientious to, to see what he could do on that first play. Yeah, he was just unbelievable. Uh, all right, we got to get to our guy, Jim Paskey. If you weren't able to get on, uh, hang in there, and we'll try and get you on here after we talk to Jim Paskey. Uh, again, legendary uh, Bucks play-by-play uh, guy uh, for so many years with John McLaughlin. Uh, we will talk to him coming up next as we celebrate the one-year anniversary of the Bucks uh, winning the NBA championship. Wisconsin wide, the Big Show Radio Network. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. show served up hot and fresh live from the lakeland university studios lakeland university now offering co-op credit for work experience learn your way at lakeland.edu joining us now bucks legend jim paskey on the schneider orange hotline schneider's hiring drivers right now for more info call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com that's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com jim thanks for coming on man appreciate it my pleasure happy anniversary happy anniversary uh, to you as well and i i I just i love having you on because we can reminisce about the the good old days i guess if you want to call it that uh from back in the day i mean if you go back and you think about some of the teams that you called games for um, and some of the seasons, like when Chris Ford here was here, man, that, that, that was not exactly smooth sailing necessarily uh, And some of those years when he was head coach. And then we've had other coaches that came in and, you know, did the best job they could. Terry Stotts, Larry Kostowiak, and, uh, and those guys that came along. The George Carl years, that was a circus a nonstop, uh, even though they got to the Eastern Conference of Finals. But is that all is happening? Are you and John McLaughlin ever having the conversation of, dude, are we ever going to see this thing play out the way that everybody else gets to see this thing play out? Like, did it ever come up in conversation? Well, not very often. Um, you know, it, it did on occasion. We would say, boy, you know, I'll, what does it take to do better than this? Uh, we had 12 <laughs> seasons in a row that were pretty rough. Um, I always tell the story. Uh, back in the day, we did 30 games on television. 
and I didn't realize this until the end of the season, but I was told that uh, the Bucks won the first game we televised, which was opening night, and they lost the next 29. So we were oh, one in 29 on TV one year. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> you called 29 straight so, losses. Yeah, we went through oh. that, but, uh, you know, we sold hope for a long time, but uh, there were years you couldn't even sell hope. And you just had to sell NBA basketball, and uh, the sport was great. It was still good. Uh, you know, you, you, I, I said you had to have terminal patience at times, <laughs> and uh, it paid off. Well, not even that, Jim. It's Gary Olson here. We were talking a little bit about that uh, uh, Atlanta series, and I think people we uh, forget that, you know, Giannis went down, and, and basically, you know, you start thinking it was, you know, really, Middleton really stepped up. And then you look at this year, you didn't have Middleton and they couldn't really win it without him. It w- really hurt him. I just think sometimes you got to be a little lucky uh, than good that things falls and break your way. Well, I think there was uh, a great deal of luck uh, in that run to the championship, Gary. Uh, obviously, uh, Kevin Durant's toe on the line was a bit lucky yep. uh, when Giannis went down with the knee injury, I looked at that very carefully, and it was hyperextended backwards, but it didn't wobble. It didn't go side to side. So initially I thought, okay, that's a good sign. And also uh, he's the quickest and steadiest healer that I've ever seen in basketball in my time. Uh, so I was optimistic that perhaps he could come back. I didn't know if he could, but obviously he did, so there was luck involved there. You need luck. That's one of the – yeah, absolute things you need to win a title, and the Bucks had just enough of it that year. And then, and to me, I thought it was amazing. Everybody's trying to remember these great moments, but for me, it was really the Deer District. I mean, you think about all the people that really couldn't get into the game, but then the people that were in the game, the people that was in and around the Deer, Deer District, I mean, from the outside of my mom and, and my people are all from the state of Georgia, they all watched it. They were in awe. Now, although Toronto had did it before, but I just thought it was amazing the forethought of the people to think about, okay, we're going to build this huge deer district out here, and everybody really can be a part of it, even though they're not inside the stadium. That's one of the things I will remember as well. I was out at the deer district most nights. Uh, sometimes when the Bucks were on the road, I was there for the entire event in the deer district. I'll never forget that. And, of course, at that time, I was in the middle of my retirement. It had been announced, so I was talking to fans, and they were greeting me and thanking me and all of the things that they do here, which is so wonderful. And I was telling them how much it had been my privilege. So I was really wrapped up in the Deer District. And I would take it one step further, Gary. I would say the fact that we had that many people in this city outside together that many nights in the heat of summer and had no major incidents is phenomenal. And I said it many times during those evenings. I thanked the fans for the way they were conducting themselves. I reminded them that the world was watching and they responded so beautifully. So uh, I will remember that uh, as long as I live. That was a great human spectacle done the right way. I'll tell you something else uh, that is definitely something that I'll never forget. And Giannis talking about it. Uh, at a press conference as well uh, during uh, that run uh, about the fans chanting at him, counting him down uh, at the free throw line. I think it's something that's going to follow me for the rest of my career. So I just got to embrace it and uh, have fun with it. Uh, but at the end of the day, I'm just focusing on uh, my routine 
my technique and my body. Uh, and I said, as I said, he probably is going, he's not going to stop. So I just got to learn how, you know, learn to live with it. So there was Giannis talking about it, and crazy enough, while that was a thing, that seemingly has gone away now, Jim. Well, it's interesting. Uh, earlier that season, Giannis was struggling at the line, and I flat out said on a telecast, he's one of those players that I believe will make free throws when he has to. I didn't think it was a terminal thing with him. I thought he would make them in big games when he had to, and of course he was 17 of 19 in the clinching game for the championship. Uh, so I never got too worried about that, but that speaks to his focus. Uh, he can tune those things out. He has shown that he's so resolute and he proved it. And, and uh, you're right. It hasn't surfaced uh, to any great, great degree since that. So uh, it was kind of an interesting thing to watch, but he overcame it and he overcame it at the right time. No, it really did. And, and you're, you're talking uh, about a young man, it, it just seems like when you start talking about the great ones, how they can elevate their play, overcome injuries, elevate the play uh, from guys around them. And sometimes it's not really all really about the offense. Sometimes they're defensive plays that they, they will make. And I think Giannis sometimes don't get enough credit about how well he can play defense on anybody. Well, and I think that's a key to that season, the championship season, Gary, because over the course of that campaign, the Bucks were working toward a mantra of one possession at a time. They did that during the regular season. They were trying to get themselves in that mindset, and they accomplished it. They got into the conference finals, and then they got into the NBA finals, and they would not have won had they not had a one defensive possession attitude every time. And I thought that was phenomenal. It's hard to get an entire team to play like that. And I think we could see that. If you go back and look at those games, uh, there were points where they were in trouble, but they would make the defensive play. The biggest play in the final series to me was the steal by Drew Holiday and the dunk by Giannis. I thought that took yes. absolutely took the air out of the Suns. And then, of course, uh, you know, they had a situation where they were up eight in the final game in the finals, game six, and they got, uh, I think, Suns got it to four, and then Middleton hit the big shot. So they were they were in the moment in a way that you have to be to win an NBA championship or any championship, I suspect. Time with Bucks legend Jim Paschke here on the Wendy's Big Show. Gary Ellerson, me, Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer. He joins us on the Schnutter Orange Hotline. Now, I will say – uh, right out front, and I'm sure you're aware, I, I am guilty of what I'm about to say, uh, and that is criticizing Budenholzer uh, throughout that run, uh, and especially once we got to the playoffs. But to my memory, I don't ever remember those TNT guys ever going as hard at, at a coach as they were going at Budenholzer to the point where when that series was done against the Nets uh, and Mark Jackson uh, and Van Gundy and those guys took over, they kind of went over the top going back the other way uh, trying to defend Bud uh, against what the TNT guys pretty much did to Bud in that series. What was that like to be around as all of that was going on? Because I would have to imagine it kind of became a distraction, would be my guess, by what they were saying and then how the media was running with it. Well, I would characterize the criticisms of Coach Budenholzer's ability to make adjustments as extremely low-hanging fruit, okay? That's easy, and it's not true. Um 
it's much more complex than that. And I've made this statement before in talking with you guys. I believe that at a certain point, it's not the chess master who makes the moves to win these huge games, the championship level games. It's the chess pieces. And that's what happened. I watched games five and six and I said, Hey, the bucks on the court are deciding what's going to happen on this possession and this play. They weren't looking over to the bench. They didn't need as much coaching. And, and you don't get that without making adjustments along the way and instilling that type of attitude, that one possession at a time attitude in players. So again, to me, the criticism is not warranted. I think coach Budenholzer is an extremely good systems coach. And if you believe that you have to believe in the system and ultimately that system and the things they teach and the things that they espouse every day is what won that championship, in my opinion. No, I, I would totally agree with that. I think it's all encompassing. And they have a leader in Giannis who does that as a player on a daily basis, right? That's a perfect leader for that system because he's the epitome of what it takes. You do the right thing when you lace up your shoes, you, you put on your uniform the right way, you act the right way. All of that is what I'm talking about. The culture, and Giannis is the leader as a player of that culture. So it's a pretty good system. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Gary, but I wanted to get that point in that they have a day-to-day guy that uh, shows the way in terms of how it's all laid out and what the intention is every single day. Well, no, I, I totally agree with it. And a lot of people don't don't see that. And not only that, I think, you know, if you go back to the Atlanta series and you look at what Middleton and Holiday also did when – Giannis was out to try to get you where you needed to be, I think also encompasses, you know, hey, guys, we, we need to win this. We get we, we we can get Giannis back. We know we probably can win the whole doggone thing. And I still think that's the importance of having a team and, and the so-called big three. There are other guys that also contributed as well. Well, you know, as you were laying that out, my mind is is going through this process. A championship team is a special team, and it's not yes. just one player who has special qualities, whether they're physical, mental, or whatever. Everybody, or at least most, your rotation players certainly, and your starters most definitely have to have the attitude that they are going to be able to get done what has to be done no matter what, possession by possession. And that's not done when you get to the postseason. That's done well in advance. That attitude is built and relied upon and trusted well before you get to championship-level games. Talking with Jim Paskey here on the Wendy's Big Show. Only a a couple more minutes left. Uh, And we're going to talk about this a a little bit more coming up uh, in the next hour. Uh, As far as Giannis and his popularity, and we've talked about this in the past too, as far as, you know, has Giannis kind of overcome Aaron Rodgers as that that favorite athlete uh, in Wisconsin currently. But I think even when you start talking about favorite athletes of all time with the fan base, I think Giannis is probably at this point maybe number one on a lot of people's lists, Jim. Well, I mean, and I think that's justified. My mind went immediately to Kareem, uh, who was misunderstood when he played in Milwaukee. Uh, I don't think you could shortchange uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in any way at least you shouldn't when you uh, look back on that era and his talent, obviously. But the problem but, with uh, that one, though, though, but Jim, the problem with that one from a fan standpoint is the fact that he asked out of Milwaukee. And from a lot well, of fans' perspective, mean. they won't move yeah. on. Right. Yeah, th- those circumstances uh, would would probably, uh, you know, in, they have worked against Kareem over the years. But um, to me, 
you know, he's still Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Okay, right. let's let's for sure establish right. that. Yep, he's still the greatest scorer yeah. in the history of the game. Right. You yes. Know, he's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and and then there's Giannis, and Giannis would probably say what I'm saying. In fact, I'll tell you a story about this. I was in the gym one day, and one of the greatest players in Greek history came to visit. And I said, two of the, the two greatest players in, in Greek history are in the same gym. And Giannis said, you're wrong. He said, there's another one, and I'm third. He said, I'll let you know when I'm the greatest Greek player to ever play the game. So that's his mindset. So I, I suspect Giannis would remember Kareem in the way I am. But certainly, um, you know, in my time, I, I've, I've become – uh, close to Kareem over the years because we've worked together and I appreciate him as a human being more than I can even articulate. But Giannis is a special player. And in the modern era, there's no question that, uh, that he's right there at the top. And, uh, you know, I, I have no problem with anybody having Giannis as their hero and as their role model. Yeah, no question. And uh, follow Jim Paskey on Twitter at Basketball. Same Twitter account he's had for a long, long time. Easy to find. Uh, a lot of you already follow him, but if you don't, a good follow on Twitter as well. Jim, thanks so much for coming on, man. Really appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, Jim. Thank you, Sparky. Gary, thank you. I'm not as active on uh, at basketball as I used to be, but once in a while I'll come up with something. Thanks, guys. All I right, buddy. It. Take care. <laughs> there he is, Jim Paschke. Uh, on the Schneider Orange Hotline, Schneider's hiring drivers right now. For more info, call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. Give me just a day so I want more. Wendy's Big Show, served up hot and fresh, live from the Lakeland University studio. Strawberry Frost, the time's running out. I'm telling you, limited time only. I've been telling you that strawberry taste is on point. My family was not happy with me last night. I promised them Frosties after dinner. We grilled out last night. Said I'd go get Frosties. And then uh, I got wrapped up uh, in watching a show and then uh, never got there. So today I'm sure we'll probably end up with strawberry Frosties. Uh, Okay, so go get one. Thick. Rich, creamy, straw just won't cut it. Got to have that spoon. These strawberry frosty treats are going fast. So when it's time for frosty time, choose wisely and choose Wendy's. Again, limited time only going on right now at Wendy's. Strawberry and chocolate frosties. Now, again, when the strawberry frosty goes away, and this is my assumption, I have not been told this, but when the strawberry frosty goes away, uh, you know, the assumption obviously is going to be uh, that they are going to bring back vanilla. Uh, that's the assumption. Jacob, south side of Milwaukee. We've got about a minute here. What's up, Jacob? Hey, um, I just wanted to share a quick story about my experience winning that championship last year. Um, Sparky, I know you knew him. Um, my friend Chuck, who was like a brother to me. Yeah, um, I know where you're going. Yeah, um, so this was uh, not this past December, or January, but the January before that. Chuck, I think you need more than what we have here. Do you want to hold on to the top of the next hour? Yeah, yeah. All right, hold on, Chuck. Or uh, Chuck, Jacob, sorry. Yeah, because this is going to be an emotional story, and I know he needs time for it. Uh, Okay, so stay tuned. We'll get back to him, and we'll get back to more of your memories from the Bucs winning a championship one year ago today. Plus, we're going to dive into talking more about Giannis uh, and his special qualities and how he relates to you guys, the fans, coming up in the next hour as well. Wendy's Big Show, served up hot and fresh on the Big Show Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.